coming to you live from Big Boo's Haunt. WKBAG Studios, Wario, K. Rule, Bowser, Andros Gannon. This is Video Games and Comedy Show. As you all know and are fully aware, we are 19 days into our 31-day Scarathon Challenge where we live and operate and record inside of a booze house until Halloween. My name is Jeremy Schmidt Lives. Schmidt Lives. It lives. Schmidt lives. Now let me introduce the Zoo Tycoon crew to my left. The indelible, super spooky Michael Hearn. Hello. Huh? Fine. Forget it. Honestly, though. I was wondering to let that whole one play. <laughs> yeah. Glad to be back. And it wouldn't be video games and comedy show without more than one Michael sitting to his left. Michael McCaller. Hello. I like Mike. What's not to like? We Mike. like Mike. What's not to like? He's the best darn thing to come down the pike in a good long while. I like Mike. <sighs> one Michael is scary enough, I say. Two pushes it over the edge. To Michael McCaller's left, we have a newcomer. Or should I say, a boo-comer. Mr. Jacob Shelton. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. And that's it, Jacob. That is your canon soundbite. <laughs> that anytime you're on the show, we'll play in perpetuity forever. I don't think I could ask for a better soundbite. <laughs> It was weird because I was just getting spooky sounds for a while. And then I was like, well, I got to have a video game thing in there. And I realized that I don't have an altered beast sound Heresy. yet. <laughs> but then I also realized maybe I've been staying away from it because what is that show? Last Pot on the Left? Yeah, yeah, they yeah. have it play in their yeah. intro too. Oh, yeah. it. Fuck it. Whatever. Yeah. Hey, so we're 19 days into the big booze haunt situation. Do any of you guys feel like you're going insane with horror? Um, my sanity meter is depleted. Yeah. And so is my pee meter. I keep seeing uh, ghosts in my peripheral vision, but then when I look at them, it's just an outline yeah. of a, a circle with little hands covering its eyes. Yeah. I have a little like little circles just doing this thing. That's I was playing Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Totally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah I feel like... Uh, my on my peripheral vision, it's just have that like it has like red and like those uh, blood splats because my health is so low and has been so low the whole time I've I've been here. That's crazy because when I was in the jungle looking for uh, lost treasure, that was just happening because my luck was running out. Your luck was running out. Uh, I realized how deep a cut that was. The Uncharted developers came out and said when Drake is being shot and it's redness coming around him, it's not because he's being hurt. It's because he is in danger of being shot. Yeah, I get that. Oh. I like, uh, you know, that is an interesting uh, thing, but I've seen bullets hit flesh. It's wildly so. unclear. Yeah, it's all, yeah, it's unclear. Oh, boy. It's freezing. Do you mind if I shut this window? Please do. Great. Oh, well, hey, I can say this. I'm proud of us. I'm proud of us for making it this far into our scarathon. No one's left yet, except for Ari. Jesus, he left weeks ago. Crying. <laughs> Crying. He was screaming. <laughs> he sprinted out of here. He said, I'll be back. But we know. No. We know he won't be back. His mom's been texting me. He's fine. Um, video games, a comedy show. The comedy show where we talk about video games. Uh, fellas, thanks for doing it. Um, I want to hear what everyone's been playing and is going to play this weekend. Because th that's what I'm interested in. 
as well as our listeners. Hearn. Hello. Uh, well, I'm still into Octopath Traveler from last week. I have got all the characters now. Woot, woot. And I also <laughs> got my first shrine, so now I know there's like optional jobs. So ultimately, I think every character I get could be a like double threat, as they say in Hollywood. <laughs> uh, Each character in that game is in fact a double threat. Yeah. You are correct. Uh, isn't that great when the when the game just suddenly opened up like that? Yeah. I didn't expect that to happen. No, for sure. Like I, it wasn't even on my map, but I just saw, huh? There's this little stairwell underneath. As I'm doing Cyrus is my main guy right now, so I'm Cyrus. doing chapter two. I saw there was like a little thing right outside. And I'm like, all right, let me check it out. And it was just a shrine with a job that they didn't even like explain to me. So I'm like, oh, cool. So yeah. now I got like, I can reconfigure how I'm going to operate in his uh, storyline, how I'm going to like take on the enemies. Yeah. It's interesting. Cyrus is your main. Ophelia is my main. Because okay. I did the, I did the order of the Octopath where okay. like each of their first names is a letter that spells Octopath if you do it in a certain Ooh. order. Oh. Yeah. So know. Cyrus is the second it's character I got. Yeah, mm-hmm. that They sense. also are perfectly in a circle around the map. Like if you just start in yeah. one direction, you can just go around and get everybody. All right. Yeah. I probably skipped around a little bit. Yeah, I think that's totally fine and yeah. fair. There's no reason to get them in that but order. But it's been good. And other than that, I just bought it on a sale on Switch called Aegis Defenders. Oh, yeah. And that's like very indie. It was like presented by humble bundle it was kit started all that yeah. stuff and then it's a very interesting little idea of like a platformer where every level ends in the tower defense boss battle oh. we're always playing as two characters with their own abilities and their own ways to construct stuff and there's a co-op mode i haven't like tried out on it yet so multiple people could play but i think i'm just gonna beat it myself yeah it's fun. that's great i lo- i love when you i love any kind of tower defense game that is an addition to or an appendage to a game I actually like and like want to keep doing. Like, I think, I think it was final fantasy seven that had like a weird tower defense yeah. mini game in it where, where I was like, yeah, this works for this 15 <laughs> minutes. And then, you know, I don't have to do it for longer. Uh, but I think, I think I, I've actually never tried to play though, like a full on tower defense game. I might actually like that. I also feel that way about snowboarding games and that's yeah. why Final Fantasy VII <laughs> is also a big favorite of mine. I also feel that way about motorcycle yeah. fights. Uh, dating simulators. Dating simulators also. Turning wow. into a demon and killing monsters. That game has so many games inside of it. Jesus. Uh, that's great. Uh, McCaller, what have you been playing and what are you going to play this weekend? Uh, I finished a bunch of games this week. I feel great about myself. I 100%ed Guacamelee for the third time. Every system that game has come out on, I have gotten all the treasure chests. That's hell yeah. That's crazy. Uh, I, don't, I, finished... I don't have a good sound effect, but... Oh, no. There we go. <laughs> I wish I had a positive reinforcement uh-huh. sound effect. It's all fail sound. You okay. can use that sound effect for Shadow of the Tomb Raider, though, because that is a game Oh sure. that is uh, the sum of its parts is not equal... Or the whole is not equal to the sum of its parts. Yeah. What am I saying? Yeah, there are individual moments good. in that game that are great, and that game does not hold up altogether. I got bummer. Such, I was getting a headache watching it and playing it. That's a bummer. I, I did notice this because McCaller and me are roommates, full disclosure. I did notice anytime I would come in and watch you playing it, which would be days apart, and I assumed you were crushing it for time because I think you wanted to return it to games. Uh-huh, you have seven days <laughs> to get all your money back. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I remember like looking at the screen and being like, it looks like he's been in the same location 
this whole game. It's yeah. just jungle aesthetic. It's a lot of jungly. Which again, there are like little moments where you get out of the jungle. You find like an oil refinery and have this amazing set piece in it, and then you go back to the jungle and you don't quite know where you're going and you're sure. running around and it's just it's, it gives me a headache. Yeah. But this weekend, I'm going to play Red Dead Redemption 1 in preparation for Red Dead Redemption 2, which is next week. What a thing. Yeah. You know that uh, scene in Independence Day when the big ship kind of comes across the horizon in the like New York sky? Will Smith punches it. And, and people like, are... Earth. And, but it's just like that overwhelming feeling of like this thing will blot out the sun kind of a thing. That's how I feel about Red Dead Redemption 2 about to release. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, no. I gotta, I gotta get all my kids and my family and get in a car. Well, I'm gonna get together with everyone at the strip club and we're <laughs> gonna make signs. We'll yeah, stuff. yeah, totally. Because uh, you, oh, because you're you're part of the crew that loves the. Aliens, we love it. We're super then, excited. Yeah, and then they, they will turn on you. Yeah, well, when the, the the circle opens up and hits us with a blaster, the we will be let's, we'll let's be super upset about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, yeah, I feel like that that game has never made me feel like more impending doom. It's just like, and especially like leading out, I think we talked about it last week, but just like like people playing that game, what they've been reporting, they've been seeing, and it's just like, oh, this is a game that will never end for as long as we live. Mm-hmm. Um, Kotaku, by the way, I don't know why I'm plugging this stupid website, but I, I do love it. And Tim Rogers, who's like my favorite YouTube personality guy, uh, especially from Kotaku, made a video that is like, written in almost a Cormac McCarthy style that he's just tells you the whole story of Red Dead Redemption one, <laughs> but like almost like as like Owen Wilson's character from Royal Tenenbaums, just like, Ooh. uh, so, uh, in like, like, uh, in universe, uh, it's beautifully written and like, and it's hilarious, but he just, he goes beat by beat through the entire game and he does it in like 20 minutes. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so good. I'll probably actually watch that before playing. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he tells it from the perspective of somebody telling a story of John Marston. Mm-hmm. So it's like you bellied up to a bar and someone's like, let me tell you the tale of old John Marston and what he had to... It's so good. Um, I'm going to buy a duster and then yeah. get into it. <laughs> uh, Shelton? What was the question? Uh, what have you been oh, playing yeah. lately? What have you been into? And what do you plan to... Like, just stuff where I get killed pretty easily. Nice. A lot of like nice. uh, Friday the 13th, I... Because I don't play a lot of games that last for a long time, because sure. I get sucked into them, mm-hmm. uh, and so I just want something where somebody will murder me pretty immediately. Gotcha. And then I'll do that, and then I'll go and I'll go play Limbo or something where I just nice. get like fall on a spike, and then I can feel like I had a nice time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I played some <laughs> games. It's great. Back to work. Yeah. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I just I'm I just play Friday Thirteenth all the time because I'm I'm a cliche. That was free this month on PS Plus, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I got it. I haven't turned it on yet though, um, and I need to, especially before. The the 31st it, it, it's weird how like after the 31st goes by you're like well i can't play a horror game you know? <laughs> but like december you can again you know what i mean like yeah like november is like no horror game month because you're like i i, w- I should have done it a month ago oh, i feel it's- exhausted on november 1st i'm just like oh i because i watch so much worse stuff anyway yeah. and then i'm just like Ugh, i'm gonna watch a lifetime movie about yeah. a woman <laughs> becoming a princess that's what i want right now oh my gosh uh oh no you know, uh, that's the only sound effect I have anymore. Um, okay, so I've been playing uh, Octopath Traveler. Also, I'm I'm probably like twenty, probably twenty hours ahead of you. I bet um, about that. I, I think I'm I think I'm on like hour fifty or something crazy, uh, which means I'm getting closer to being done. I think I'm on chapter four for every character, and uh, still loving it. Still having a good time with it. I've now been skipping stories though. <gasps> 
there's an option where, and it's great that they put this in there, you can just hold B through any talking scene and it just skips right over it and it puts you right in the path that you need to go. So it's like you only missed optional information, but you know exactly where the dungeons are. There's nice little icons that tell you where to go. Um, And I think the only reason I'm doing it is just because like I do hit a wall, it seems like, with every game where I'm like, this needs to be over. I do I that in real to, life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Skip over conversations. This needs to in be In every done. relationship. Yeah. 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 So I'm, is yeah. it is it each character has their own story? Yes. So you're just yeah. like you have yeah. one or two that you're like invested in and then you're skipping the rest of the people's? That is a that is exactly right. And because the of the nature of the way the game was developed, you're not a team experiencing one narrative together. You're individuals doing it. So it's not like, oh, we're seeing Cyrus's part of the story, but like all of his friends are weighing in in real time. It's almost as if each adventurer is going on their own separate adventure. But then when this, when it's like your turn to time to play, everyone's back and it's like, you're in a party again. Mm -hmm. It's a very strange way to present an RPG. It's unlike anything I've ever played before for better or worse. I think. Yeah. There are definitely some stories where information is kind of important. Like Cyrus is, you're always playing like a, uh, ace attorney type of, detective detective yeah. occasionally where it's like oh i probably should have listened to that but then there's other people like primrose where pur- purposely there's like not as good information and it's like overridden and underwritten at the same time yeah so like yeah sometimes mm-hmm. i can definitely see skipping it yeah like i think primrose has a great story i think cyrus has a great story uh, also cyrus's thing where you have to like figure out clues to like yeah. get through it just pick any of them and it'll and he'll and he'll just literally shake his head and the oh, and the option I like disappears. The idea of getting it right on the first time. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, yeah. I'm a perfectionist. But that's like I think you dig Cyrus, which is like kind of I dig Olberic, for example. So like I'm kind of like he's my favorite fighter. Yeah, he's yeah he's great. So it's like so it's like yeah I'll kind of watch his stuff, but like I a lot of stuff I've just been like skipping through. Um, and you know I it's weird. It's like sometimes I wish they wouldn't give me that option because. I don't know. That's more what I'm used to. It's more of like an old school way to like ingest a story is like have it forced fed to you. Giving me the option really makes me feel like anxiety about like if I don't skip this, that is time wasted kind of. It's a movie on the airplane. Yes. Yeah. So optional that you, it stresses you out. Mm-hmm. Well, I like a movie on an airplane when there's a lot of stuff happening, like yeah. uh, like The Intern. Yeah. Uh, a great <laughs> plane movie because there's so many things happening. And this is every Nancy Myers movie. But there's yeah. so many things happening that you're like, what's going to happen next? What yeah. what will Robert De Niro do? But then yeah. if you watch something like Before Sunset, it's just people in real time having a conversation. And yeah. you're just like, oh boy, here we go again. Dude, and it was, you know what's so crazy is like, that's such a 90s thing. Uh, like uh, people just having conversations and we were so enveloped in those like clerks is such a like brilliant script scripted movie but like try watching it now you're like shut up (laughs) everyone shut up everyone just shut up and do something fight (laughs) it's like it 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 really is it it, it, i used to dig on that stuff so much but like even tarantino stuff now i go back and i'm like okay I'll do that. I, I was uh, I was watching Reservoir Dogs or something. I was shooting just to kind of like yeah. look at the beginning of it, mm-hmm. and it all works. It's all fine. But at the same time, I do get that thing where I'm like, please stop talking over each other. Could you guys? There's eight of you. The crosstalk needs to just yeah. stop. And I know that's the point, but I really just want to watch it. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like that with I was you were just talking about skipping over stuff and mm-hmm. not having the chance to do it. I was thinking about every. Final Fantasy or like Secret of Mana yeah. or whatever, where you're just reading through stuff and you're scrolling. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, this story, it's not 
this is not a good story. Yeah. There's nothing here. Yeah, it's yeah. the same. It's Joseph Campbell. Okay, cool. Yeah, I would yeah, love yeah. to skip through this. I can't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's like a weird, like a Japanese interpretation of a Campbell like arc. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. it's like where it always goes to the devil every yeah. time, no matter what context the story started they out. They always in. fight the devil. Every Final Fantasy game. I, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. it ends with this thing is a de- if it's not Satan himself, it's a it's a surrogate for Satan. Yes, and it's like it's it takes place in an interdimensional bizarre like they go so far out of like uh, in any kind of emotional like reach you might have into these characters' <laughs> lives, which is crazy because as you were I think you were saying this last week they all start super great I think yeah like they well, all start very grounded <laughs> and like. Yeah. Yeah, the beginning yeah, in the mind of it, one character, and yeah. then he stumbles upon a twist, and then he's like in a blast of adventure for like maybe eight hours, and then suddenly it's like, all right, now you gotta apply this power that you have to the whole world and save it. I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, they have this feel of like they've got four people in a room, and they went, you need to come up with the plot of a game in ten hours. We need the entire thing. So everyone's like, okay, super easy. Uh, just this guy's house. He wakes up. His grandma's been kidnapped, and it, it's like a king did it, and, right? You know. And then ten hours later, they're like, and then they're all in on rocks in space, <laughs> and there's like yeah. a space yeah. devil fighting yeah. them. I don't know. And there's ten people in his party now, and yeah. they all get to go. Yeah. They're all devils. Yeah. They're oh, all devils. oh, and you can make them ninjas <laughs> if you want. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the um, if I think Final Fantasy VI. A big spoiler if you haven't played it, but it have you played it in Hearn? Yeah. Okay. It, yeah. The Is world. That the Super Nintendo one. The Super Nintendo one. Oh wait. Oh. I'm, let's just say there's a big uh, world-ending event. Literally, the world explodes <laughs> at one point, and then you fight on the moon. I think is part of it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, we're done. I'm uh, great at avoiding. Yeah. <laughs> it's like That's one. Good. It's my number one town. Yeah. Um. Okay. Great. Uh, I've been playing the Octopath. Oh, and I on uh, sale was also uh, Mega Man X Collection, and so now Ooh. I now I officially own for Switch every single Mega Man game <laughs> except for the Legends series. Well, except for like the sub- subsidiary yeah, Legend, yeah. Uh, Battle Networks <laughs> Zero, the yeah. Zero games. No, I don't have those, but I have uh, all the Mega Mans mm-hmm. and all the X games. Yeah, I've been avoiding buying those. I have like the GameCube collections of both the OG and the X. Yeah, but you gotta and turn on your GameCube like I a freaking door. Stay at home and play home. video games. So <laughs> I was 2016. Speaking to that, uh, when I was watching Halloween on uh-huh. Monday, I was eavesdropping on some people just talking about somebody was lying about why they hadn't played Xbox their Xbox in a while. They're like, yeah, I downloaded something and it messed up the hardware, which is just a lie. <laughs> um, just a fucking lie, by the that way. That guy came on his Xbox. Yeah, and, like, doesn't want <laughs> he was like, oh, this, and, and his friend was like, his friend was like, you downloaded a patch and it messed up the hardware? And he was like, yeah, I don't know. It was a huge bold-faced lie. But he um, started talking about um, how many systems you should own. And he's like, I can't own more than one system without looking like a crazy person. And I was like, well, you can, yeah, you can, it'll be <laughs> fine. You can just be like, well, they put new things out and I have to buy them. I own, I guess I don't actually own like as many systems as I think I do, but I, I try to have a way to play every game sure. ever made. So anything I can't emulate, I like have to like go out and try yeah. to purchase. Yeah. Like for example, Wii games, hmm. like I can't, really emulate those properly because of the way that like my nunchuck and Wiimote pair to my computer (laughs) sucks, which, so it's like, I still go out and like purchase those, but like, yeah, anything else I'd, I'd try to have a way to play everything. 
So no, the, I must look insane. No, it made sense. Well, this was the guy lying about yeah. a patch destroying his yeah. hardware. He so already has fine. a big conflict with there his was, video he, game relationship. He had a big problem anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, great. Uh, yeah, let's jump into the news. Um, so there's kind of a light news week as far as I could tell. Uh, is there anything? Uh, press? How about we run through? I'm going to try to switch this up. I'm going to run through my list. And then at the end, if anyone has anything else they want to talk about, we can. I feel like it's almost too much pressure to just go... Hey, what news-related items do you guys want to talk about? Um, so this is actually is not video game-related at all, but Super Deluxe is no more. I saw that today. Yeah. Rest in power. Yeah. Rest in power. That's sad. What's yeah. Super Deluxe? <laughs> <laughs> uh, how would you describe Super Deluxe? They were. It was like a, a website that had comedy videos, and then it stopped. Were they? I don't know if they were funny. After a while, they started just having like, how to videos? Am I making that up? I would call. I would say it's like a funny or die. Kind yeah, of a thing. yeah, 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 super yeah. deluxe. Yeah, it, kind of Adult Swim affiliated. Yeah, it felt connected to Jash or like uh, Tim Heidecker in yeah, some ways. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. As someone who some looks for thing. jobs, I only know of them as a website that hired associate producers for the last two years. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't hire enough, apparently, <laughs> or too many. No. Yeah, I remember them as being like the company that's like. Uh, like they made a whole video about uh, we're gonna blindfold people like like actors we're paying we're gonna blindfold them and then we're going to have audiences online vote to like what ingredients we'll put in this blender and then make them drink it and I was like this is a fucking middle school cafeteria <laughs> thing you're doing with adults on and people like fucking loved it mm-hmm. and I was so bothered by just the idea of it. It does sound awesome. If it felt like such like weird exploitation of like people were like in the comments like like put a fucking cigarette in there. Put and they would like they would like do it. They'd like put in crazy non-toxic stuff but sure. like and then like when people were drinking, they're like, she's going to fucking die. Hell yeah. We're going to fucking kill her. It's like, yeah. it was I, like so aggro. What I feel like would be fun is if you subverted that as someone making it and then you, you shoot doing that and then give them something that looks similar, but it's just good stuff and yeah. then have them go, oh, this is great. And it would, <laughs> I know that's not as fun as, I don't know, making people drink cigarettes, but right. for me, that would be fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 Turner uh, shut it down. A statement to Deadline about the decision to shut down Super Deluxe said there had been issues regarding duplication with other business units in our new Warner Media portfolio. Uh, so basically, they're just taking that investment and putting it back in their pocket. That is the problem with portfolios. It's sometimes <laughs> you got two things that are the same in that same portfolio. It's a big problem. It doesn't fit in your uh, messenger yeah. bag anymore. No. Yeah. I mean, you got to cut one. And I say cut the one that... Uh, Brings uh, joy. Brings joy. <laughs> yeah. Keep all of the weird re- other things you invest in, like uh, like your, uh, uh, ex- keeping bringing, your executives out of prison and stuff. <laughs> bringing people back from the dead. <laughs> yeah. Keeping Ted Turner alive uh, via viscous, like, uh, 12-year-old boy juice <laughs> you pump into his body. My bones crack when I walk. <laughs> Uh yeah great so that's that's about all we can say about that I mean it it I think what sucks is like that is jobs right like that's the big thing yeah, here absolutely. is like and that's jobs like out of our pocket in a weird way too because like now the market is sort of flooded again with like people looking for those types of jobs uh those types of jobs I think everyone sitting at this table would be interested in getting we kind of work in facets of it like Smosh you know mm-hmm. you work for Smosh you you are freelancing for yeah. a lot of different people yeah. Hearn 
Or do you work at the bank? <laughs> <laughs> yes, and your account's about to be closed. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, now, I write and uh, direct my own stuff, but I mean, I would love to be an associate producer for any media companies out there listening. I've got the juice. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the 12-year-old boy juice. Yeah. Pumps right into me. Um, okay. Um, oh, yeah. Scary Halloween costumes and games. There's been that going on, huh? Hmm. I think I think yeah. Mario Odyssey was like the first thing I saw where it's like it's got got the hatchet in his head. That is disturbing. Yeah. I do not want Mario to look hurt. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't like it when he was a skeleton. That was also upsetting. Yeah, which I did play a lot of the game as it was a skeleton because it was so expensive to buy that in game. I was like, fuck. Jeremy, God, that's some cost it. fallacy. Yeah. <laughs> you put right. that money in and, right. but be ready to cut it if it's not doing anything I for d- you. I I cause like he looks a way. He looks a certain way when you when you when you're like modeling the outfit. But after I purchased it and started running around as him, I realized how hollow his bone structure was, and it was making me sick. I don't like to think of Mario not having a heart. Yeah, because he seems so full of joy. Yeah, well, he's got to get Ted Turner to get some of that young yeah. boy juice into <laughs> him, and then he can yeah. fill up. My bones are creaking. I think that uh, yeah, I like. I, I don't like. Yeah, he's got green skin. He's totally zombified. It's, it's the same thing I have with like the Marvel zombies. Like I don't know. I don't want to see my favorite friends dead. Like yeah. I don't want to. I don't want it. I just don't like that because I don't want to read Deadpool stuff. Is Deadpool yeah. in the zombie? Yeah, yeah. He like why? Well, he kills everyone. I don't uh, know. If it's get out of here, yeah, Deadpool. How would you get hurt sometimes? Yeah, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. add Come some on. stakes to your story. Hey guys, we got all this meta stuff going uh. on. What do you think, listener? Yeah. Uh, there's a, does anyone have like a, a favorite memory? This is what I want to ask. Anyone have a favorite memory of like a Halloween skin or costume of a character that you went back through and like played as like uh, the zombie version of a character in a game? I feel like that was like, that's kind of a popular thing. Like Kratos as a zombie or, you know what I mean? Like playing back through a game. Mm-hmm. Um, does anyone have a memory at all? I mean, you know, I have to. You know, I I did just play through uh, Guacamelee, and the first thing I, I tried to do was collect enough silver so that I could buy this horrifying costume that makes him look like a red fish, like a, yeah. like a red creature from the Black Lagoon. Sure. And it gives you, like, double power, but it also makes you take double damage. Uh, and it just, like, it makes the game much more fun. Like, like, I just feel like I'm, sword. I just sword. rock these guys, because I'm so good at Guacamelee combat. But it's a yeah. horrifying, it's like a monster that if I saw in real life would make me cry. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. I'm trying to think of like, like a really good one. Um, I mean, I really liked. Uh, um, it's it's hard because I'm I'm thinking of a lot of specifics, but I think they're just in game like continuity stuff, like where like your character just starts to look more gross as time goes on. <laughs> I do like it when people take on dino damage in games. And it yes, looks, dino yeah, it looks damage. really nice. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. It is cool. Like I love the. I mean, Spider Man does this, but I think the Arkham games did the best too where like as the game goes on your your cape has holes in yeah, it yeah, and yeah. you're fucking just disheveled <laughs> and like it's like oh that would yeah Batman would be upset right now <laughs> like his costume would be upset I had to uh, look it up but I can confirm that in Animal Crossing oh sure stuff yeah. for Halloween where it's like yeah, they have a jack o' lantern character that just pops up during Halloween time hell yeah and you can get like outfits and stuff yeah. right yeah and furniture I'm sure yeah yeah, uh, that's a that's a good one. That's a good poll. You remember the pumpkin chair in Animal Crossing, right? Mm-mm. Yeah, every thirtieth, uh, you can sit on a pumpkin chair, but it does rot over time. 
It does, really? No, I just made that up. Oh, Animal that's Crossing. awesome. That was fun. That's a, yeah, I, I could see that being a little I feel like I've played enough Animal Crossing where yeah. I could go. I could pitch that. And they would go, yeah, we should do that. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah. Sounds our good. chairs don't rot enough in this game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, our, yeah, nothing to climb. Like, although they are the king of like, oh, shit, you didn't, you didn't open the game for two days. Now your whole village is turned into like a, a fucking fallout wasteland yeah. of, of bugs and weeds. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. No, I'm kidding. Here's my next pitch for Animal Crossing. Yeah. It's just foggy yeah. all October. <laughs> I, I like that. They're Why looking is for it your foggy? daughter. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I realized after the plans through Spider-Man, I just like dressing up my characters in a way mm. that is making me like think of like, like what is what is it about dressing up a character that we like really like or that I really like, you know? But like just changing Spider-Man's outfit. Like in a mission, just like that's awesome. Well, I think um, it's always been fun to just kind of like design a character and yeah. sit for hours and figure that out. Yeah. And I don't know if it is like kind of the boy version or not even doesn't matter. There's not a gender assigned to it, but sure. just like getting to control yeah. this thing and go, I want this person to look like this, and they're gonna be just like that, and that's what I like. Yeah, there's, there's, everybody playing. Yeah, there's definitely this like uh, I found it in Mario Odyssey. Like I found the costume for me, and this is the one that like for me it was the Super Mario Maker Mario. Mm. Like I didn't realize that was my Mario. Mario, but that's when I think about Mario, it's like, yeah, this is the one. Yeah, that's a better way to put it, where you're like, this is my character. Yeah, this that's feels perfect. like yes. me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I um, yeah, I like uh, I like especially like the Soulsborne games have like a really great like character creator that like you can make some fucked up looking things in that. There's this like um selection tool of like where it like randomly oh man Hearn, have you played the souls games before yeah. do you kind of so it's like it's like the button that you push that's like it randomly generates a face kind of mm-hmm. but if you start to like tamper with the some like settings on it, it like it like and you keep hitting random it will like randomly generate in a direction so you can get like some fucking weird like huge head tiny nose like some real monsters. Uh, what is the McElroy brothers? Monster Factory? Monster Factory. Did they do that? They do a show, a whole show about them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Um, we got some new releases out. We can talk about those. Um, not a ton though. Uh, we have uh, Starlink came out. I think since we st- we spoke last. Does anyone give a shit about this game? I mean, we have three Switch owners here. Do you have a Switch? I don't have a Switch. Yeah, that's about the the people that make the sausages in space, right? <laughs> yeah yeah uh it's uh it's that ubisoft like uh no man's sky type game that has Star Fox in it so yeah. it's supposed to be like a Star Fox, right if it, you have switch it's been described as a Star Fox and Star Fox Star Fox uh, look at Star Fox and it, <laughs> it like uh every headline i've seen of it is like there's more Star Fox in here than you think. So it's like, <laughs> if I could just have a Star Fox game that doesn't have to be whatever this is, like, I just want Star Fox. Yeah. So I <laughs> want to try this. I'm not going to pay money for it. Hey, guys, it's, not it's a uh, John Nintendo. I just want to let you know. Yeah. Uh, it is it's is called Starlink, but it does star Star Fox. So it's, uh, sorry, guys. Wait, John wanted... Nintendo, can I play a little back uh, backup music to get you going for your Yeah, whatever. Uh, your yeah, please, please. John Nintendo. I just, I just wanted to stop in and let you guys know. There's a lot of Star Fox going on. We've got the, we got the fox, we got the frog, we got the rabbit, we got the other guy. It's all there, but a lot of Star Fox. Is the so. sexy cat in it, John Nintendo? 
That doesn't really. We just got a lot of fox. We got a lot of the fox. Okay, so that's anyway. I've got to go back to. <laughs> and that's how it ends. Uh, John Nintendo would be a piece of shit who doesn't even know the names of the characters. Yeah, yeah. We got the fucking fox. Uh, you know, we got the rabbit. Uh, that's we, Reggie Fils-Aimé. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess we got the fucking plumber. The yeah, fuck I'm married into the Nintendo name. I took my wife's name. It's better. My original yeah. name is Moongabongi. <laughs> Uh yeah, we have um so I'm interested in getting the game. I think I I think I I don't know. Games are expensive. Well, this one especially cuz there's like the physical version with a bunch of toys you can buy for mm-hmm. it. What? Yeah, there's like a bunch of like uh ship toys that you can plug into it somehow through like a app and so, it's yeah, like toys to life. Yeah, yeah, it's almost Skylanders. like a Skylanders type thing except you can customize the ship a little, which in theory is cool, but I'm also like I don't I don't know. I don't have the money or the uh physicality to like take up that much space i will say like i'm so nerd friendly i'm so on board with it do live your truth buy whatever you want but like i do feel weird rolling up to a counter (laughs) handing them a fucking toy like that (laughs) there's just something that i'm like it doesn't help that you're wearing a full clown costume (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah uh okay luigi's mansion for 3ds i don't know if I mean, did we all get enough of Luigi's Mansion? Is it before? the same version? Yeah, it's like it's like it's like they. I mean, I think they updated it quite a bit mm. for it, but they like re-released it on the 3DS, so you can play the original Luigi's Mansion. A sequel to Luigi's Mansion has already been out on the 3DS, yeah. which is great. Yeah. I don't know, kind of who this game is for. I guess it's for people who didn't play it back in the day. Yeah, but if the second one is iterating on the same themes, but updating and upgrading, going. Back to the first. I don't. So this is like the Terrence Malick re-edit of Tree of Life. Yeah, got it. Totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where he uh, added a, a mode in Tree of Life where there's two Brad Pitts I and just they meant- can fight together. <laughs> I just meant that it's for no one. <laughs> yeah, it's for no one. Yeah. I. Uh, by the way, huge Tree of Life fan. Is that weird? Did you watch that re-edit? Yep. I didn't watch the re-edit. Yeah, I actually just bought it on a Criterion sale. So just now? <laughs> yeah, just now while you guys were turned away. Well, you guys were bullshitting about Terrence Malick. I traveled back in time to the flash sale that happened yesterday, and oh, I... sorry, guys. Uh-oh. Sorry. Uh, some Tree of Life happening over here. We're all... <laughs> when the boys start talking yeah. about Tree of Life, shit gets <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah. Uh, Tree of Life, uh, yeah, I liked it. I, I also, I remember people, like, I remember the story being like, at con film festival, people were walking out. And I, I just being like, with everything but I'm like, I'm like, that makes me psyched about yeah. the film, you know? Um, it's like, yeah, that happens at every, stu- oh, what's that guy's name? The fucking Dog Me 95 guy. Steven oh, Spielberg. Lars Von Trier. Lars Von Trier. That happens yeah. at every Lars Von Trier oh. film. And everything he does, people walk <laughs> out of like, it. Well, they booed at the end of yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah. FYI, that might happen at every con showing. It's a notoriously dramatic festival. <laughs> yeah. They just like are applauding for 10 minutes straight or <laughs> or they launch spears at the screen. Well, they only invite high school girls yeah. to come oh, on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, I think I think I heard like a story of like, I think it was Clerks 2 at con. Got <laughs> yeah, like a 10 minute it. standing ovation or something. Uh, because I think they're just so psyched to see Clerks. Because I don't know if you guys remember, but like when that movie, I, I've brought up Clerks twice now in this podcast. Yeah. But when that movie came out, people were like psyched. They're like, it's been well, so long. I just think everyone in France was really worried about Jason Mewes, and they were sure. so happy to see him. Again. He was okay. Yeah. Oh, it's great. Just. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, what else? What else? What else is coming out? Uh, I guess we can talk about Soul Calibur Six, Dark Souls Remastered, Valkyria Chronicles. 
I mean, Quatro. are we playing any of this? Are we? Any I'm of thinking this? about Dark Souls. Cool. Mm, is that cool. A, is that crazy? I don't think so. I, I think I think it, it, if you're not gonna get into it on your Xbox, which is would be the ultimately preferred way to play, especially since I've heard that this HD remake or remaster for the Switch has cut like considerable corners to get it on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah, I think go for it. I've never played Dark Souls one, mm-hmm. so I I don't know, but I've played. It, uh, it you know sequels and that's one of my favorite franchises. Yeah, yeah, it sounds great. It just sounds like such a long experience, and I feel like I, I want like if I'm gonna have a long experience, I almost want it to be more of like a Mario Odyssey where I can pop in and get a moon or two and have like these clear endpoints. I don't know if I want to go on oh, like boy. an adventure on the Switch, but like if there's a game that's on Switch and Xbox, I'm gonna get it on Switch. Can I actually then recommend Dark Souls? Oh yeah, to you for that same reason. Mm. I, okay, so while it doesn't have clear. Um, goals and objectives like getting moons it it is one of those games that it's like it's very uh put down pickup like as far as exploration goes like you find yourself retreading a lot of the same paths a lot in those games Mm -hmm. i i know that like for example bloodborne um it was sort of this like fuck this i'm sick of dying over and over but then like you just keep thinking about it and then later you'll go back and like you just turn it on again and then suddenly you just blow past the area that was giving mm. you trouble. And then you're in a new area. It, it kind of like, actually, I would say like bonfires. And I guess they were like torches in, in Bloodborne are kind of like your moons. It's like you get to this place and it's like, mm. oh, it was so arduous getting here. But now that I'm here, it really does feel like this mini win mm-hmm. when you're going for like an overall mm. game. Like, I think a game that like would not be like that is like, if you were trying to play through like a Tomb Raider or Uncharted, where it's like that's not a Mario game, yeah, like that's not the same thing. Fucking never ends. That's a that's a story. Still that's angry. Clear. About it. Like I like Dark Souls. It it doesn't really have like a story. It's telling you. It it's like optional stories that you can realize are going on around you if you can if you can pick it up from the atmosphere mm. and if you care. That sounds cool. Yeah, I I would actually recommend it for that. Um, it it scratches a lot of those games scratch a lot of the same itches that I think like Mario does, and that it is very like pick up and play and like mario you are treading around the same areas over and over like defeating the same sort of villains and like finding new ways to like beat bosses and stuff like i think i think it would be good for you Hmm. i think it'd be good for that thank you for saying that yeah yeah have you ever played a souls game i've never played a souls game i think you would dig it too to be honest especially bloodborne because it's all like werewolves and fucking Dracula, oh, yeah, and like, and like just monsters is essentially. Sure. It's, it's uh the one of the only Lovecraft inspired games that like really works as a game. Yeah, because those are notoriously not good. Yeah. to me. There's like th- there's like Bloodborne and then Call of Cthulhu, which was like a weirdly developed under the radar game that is like a cult classic mm-hmm. that people really stand by. But that's aged pretty poorly, I think, at this point graphically. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah, I walk into a GameStop and I go, does this have Draculas in it? <laughs> yeah. How many Draculas we're talking? You got one or you got a lot? Because <laughs> if it's a lot, I'll buy it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so anybody else have any other news items that they want to discuss, talk about, get into? The original Big Bird retired. The Ooh. puppeteer and voice uh, stepping away from the... I don't care. <laughs> it's. I mean, it's sad. <laughs> it's not another Rest in power. Things. Rest in power. Yeah, that's that is sad, I guess. What happened with the Elmo guy? Is that too weird to talk uh, about on the show? Oh, I just watched a video about it. Yeah. Because I was watching a bunch of Big Bird stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. He, uh, 
Ah, uh, did he kill somebody, or maybe he had like mental health problems and like moved away to his parents' farm? There was. A I dark don't think thing. he killed anyone. I think I he was a know. somebody killed someone. Somebody on Sesame Street killed someone. There is a corpse on Sesame Street <laughs> floating in the sewers. Mr. Hooper. Yeah. <laughs> I hope it I wasn't can't... the count. <laughs> uh, yeah, who cares? Yeah, I, th- I, I, th- I thought it was more along the lines of he was like a, a harasser yeah. or something. We had a young boyfriend. It was the, what it was. Uh, that could yeah. be. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Something. Good. Yeah. I wouldn't want to sully the name of Elmo, but oh, yeah. I think it... Yeah, because they started pulling away from Elmo, right? Like they started like not leaning into Elmo as hard in the show. Yeah. Well, they started and they started leaning towards Oscar the Grouch, and went, that's why all those kids got into just trash. Yeah, so. yeah, <laughs> trash. Eating there was like there, yeah. there was like <laughs> twenty fifteen through seventeen. It was yeah. just kids eating trash. Yeah, trash humping. Uh, yeah, <laughs> the Harmony Korean. The Harmony Korean movie. Yeah, Sesame uh, Street. <laughs> Thank God, Jacob, you're on this show that you can like you like know those like obscure, stupid, terrible film references. Fifteen minutes standing ovation at Cannes. I'm sure yeah, it yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, Hearn, you probably uh, uh, McCall. You know about Trash Humpers? No, Hearn. Yeah, all on VHS. It's all yeah. Green. Baby, it's, you gotta see Trash Humpers. Dude, <laughs> uh, the story. It's always like with Kareen. It's like the story behind making the movie is yeah. so much better. It's like it was like Herzog in that way, mm-hmm. which he uses Herzog as an actor a lot in yeah. his films. But like Trash Humpers, his idea was like I'm gonna make a fucking like a fucking piece of like anarchy and just send it to like random post offices and police stations, like as from like an, an unmarked envelopes and VHS tapes. So it's like, looks like a murder they're trying to put back together. Uh, oh, like a, that sounds great. Right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, in reality it's, it is just like the worst jackass movie you've ever seen. Kind of. Yeah. I tried to watch it earlier this year because I, I was oh, yeah. I was uh, cleaning out an external hard drive and I had a ton of movies on it. And I was like, what's on here? What's on here? Oh, Trash Humpers. Oh, I haven't watched that in forever. I'll watch that again. And I I sat and watched the whole thing just to do it, I yeah. guess. But yeah, it was not. It wasn't like watching Spring Breakers, which you go, "Oh, this is a movie and it's yeah. great." This, it was like, "Oh, this is Trash Humpers." Yeah. Oh boy. Have you seen that? the trailer for his new movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. It looks. I mean, I know it's gonna be fucked and weird, but yeah. it's starring Matthew McConaughey, and it also has Jimmy Buffett in it. Yeah, it doesn't. I, what's it has a long title? Am I crazy? Right. But he's just playing Aileen, but different, right? He's like playing like the king of the beach in Miami <laughs> or whatever it is. Like, actually, you know, what? I think it's Captain called Ro- Matthew McConaughey in the king of the beach <laughs> in Miami or whatever, yeah, yeah. like Captain Ron. Uh, Captain Ron, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. He, that's what he looks like. Is like a guy who's like yeah. playing. I I don't know why he's now obsessed with that part of the country, which is like Miami. Miami. Yeah. yeah, just like part, trash been? party culture. Yeah, I haven't been. Yeah, it's fun. There's a lot of parties. People yeah. drinking, having a great time. I'm more of a Tampa guy. <laughs> yeah. What's everyone's favorite Korean movie? I just want to go in a line. I'm going to say uh, Mr. Lonely. It's my Good. favorite. I was actually about to say that's an underrated one. I saw that in theaters. And that one, as far as like narratively, it's his most interesting. I think so. Uh, I did watch No Joe Spring Breakers twice in one day in the theaters <laughs> with two separate group of friends. <laughs> and... For a movie that repeats itself too, that was kind of rough, but <laughs> that holds up surprisingly. It's not like it's got a lot of ideas to it, so I'm still going with Spring Breakers just for the sake of it. But yeah. I have seen it's fucking weird. Yeah, that's that's my choice. Is that yeah. it's just and it's got a lot of uh, 
those jumps in film where the yeah. where, you, where the film is like, all right, we're doing this now. Yeah. But it's got some really, and this is probably me being blinded by set pieces. I love a good set piece. It has at least three good things where they're like, Definitely. and here's our our cinematographer is gonna take it away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, uh, McCall, are you a Julian Donkey Boy guy or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm a I'm a big Harmony Korine guy. I think uh, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> Volume Two would probably be my favorite. That's, that's I would love so it if funny. they gave three to Harmony Korine. Yeah. Can you Let's get away from imagine. this weirdo who did the first two. Let's yeah. give it to Harmony. Yeah, Korine. yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's. I remember him being on at like a like just like a school like giving a talk and them interviewing him kind of like right after gummo mm-hmm. and him just telling this story on stage about how he like yeah man after the movie wrapped we all like fucking partied it was crazy dude like i we all took a bunch of drugs i threw my sister through a window <laughs> <laughs> and you never know if this shit is true or not yeah. like surely that's not true but i kind of believe the nature yeah. of that set would have been yeah. so fucking hr less that like Maybe he did throw his sister through a window. Well, I remember being in a, like a record store in Dallas where they like upstairs they had movies. I mm-hmm. it is a great record store and I cannot remember the name of it, but they had movies. Good there. records? It might be, it's good records. Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I and I remember seeing people who were easily ten years younger than me or sure. maybe right around there looking through movies and somebody was holding up gummo and they were like this is this is all real people doing this thing, and I so badly wanted to go over and go, "Oh, Chloe Sevigny is in that. It is a written movie. Yeah, it yeah. is not, but it's yeah. that's I think part of the charm of some of that. Yeah. I feel like he lost, but I think it's better to have a, a movie. Sometimes. Oh my god, too. Also, I have, I have like, I shouldn't be announcing it this way, but I'm so excited. This I have the best segue in the world from talking about this to getting into our main topic of the episode, <laughs> which is. I was just about to say, in high school, uh, before any of us knew about Harmony Corrine, we had always heard of this haunted film called Gummo, that if you if you bought it, like people had tried to throw it away and it would just appear back on their desk and stuff. And it to me, it was one of the earliest examples of like, it really felt like a piece of, um, oh, what's like the, like a, what's that uh, po- porn where like people die in it for real what's that called it's called like a oh, snuff film snuff film yeah. it felt like it felt like that weird thing where you like heard that someone had one and you're like surely that can't be right and even then you'd watch you'd be like that wasn't it that wasn't real uh gummo really felt like that when i was a kid because it's so it's shot so fucking weird and awful it's like a tone poem yeah written by uh uh what, <laughs> what's the <laughs> <laughs> written by Forrest Gump. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there's no way he lands this. <laughs> yeah. I, I was going to, I should have said sling blade, but like it really is. It's like, it's like, it's like, Oh, this is like a, an Oklahoma, a post uh, tornado ridden town in Oklahoma. Like the fallout and story of like these people mm. who live there. Uh, but yeah, we always heard. And uh, that was an urban legend. Uh, come to find out. <laughs> I was waiting for a sound, like a sound sting. I oh, and that so, was, okay. and that was an urban legend. Oh no! <laughs> so uh, yeah, without much further ado, um, let's close out our news segment here, and we will get into a, uh, uh, I guess, a word from our sponsors. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's been a busy week, guys. Um, uh, Eddie's chainsaws. Vroom vroom. Go chainsaw. 
Uh, <laughs> no. Can you? <laughs> no, don't ask me. <laughs> oh, Jacob, you've never been on the show before, but usually I have such, we have such great sponsors. Uh, I like an Eddie's chainsaw. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, they are useful and they don't tend to break down on you as much as like, uh, uh, as much as like Jerry's chainsaws sure. do. But Eddie's chainsaws, uh, yeah, they didn't have a lot of copy for me to read this, uh, this week, uh, in- in- interestingly enough. Does anyone else have like, uh, like a sponsor they've 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 seen and they've been kind of interested in maybe getting on the show as a sponsor. You know, I think we could definitely think about reaching out to uh, Trinity from the uh, Tomb Raider series. They're oh, like great. a multinational corporation. And they have such a bad brand image because they keep they have a recruiting problem. Not so much in like a retention problem because yeah. they can hire a lot of yeah. people, but they all get murdered by Lara Croft. So it's just like a zip recruiter kind of like, hey, are you looking for a a mercenary freelance position? I love that. Trinity, always hiring. To build off of what you're saying, I think, why not reach out to Trinity from The Matrix? Oh, sure. see, she just seems like she needs some good PR. Yeah. Because I think she's the coolest person on that crew. I think her uh, her manager and marketing team, whoever's ever behind that, um, usually they're in tandem and partnership. I think they could probably use some exposure and this would be the great place to do that. We haven't heard from her in decades. I was going to say... uh, also, to build off of your, uh, yours is Aperture Science, I think, could probably huh. use like a, a sort of like a zip recruiter type for like scientists <laughs> and like different people to like work on like, you know, the, the various like projects they have going on there. People with loose morals. Yeah. People who aren't afraid to build things in which uh, is an affront to God himself. People who uh, see no line between man and God. I yeah, for sure. Important. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Hearn, you got any uh, sponsors? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, most successful sponsorship yet. Let's uh, let's roll right into this. So, guys, uh, speaking of being unprepared, uh, I'm really gonna lean heavily on 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 us all to kind of just come come to come to the table with uh, some of our favorite uh, video game urban legends. Uh, if you're not t- totally prepared to do that, also no worries. I got multiple lists pulled up right here in front of me that I can draw from. But I guess uh, what I'm really trying to say is, uh, let's start with number eight. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess uh, uh, we should go around the table and probably talk about like if we have one from our childhood that we had heard of. Um, in the same fashion that I had heard that Gummo was a was this haunted movie, um, and I guess I'll kind of just start it off so we can get it rolling. Um, yeah, as far as like. Uh, you know, early days of like NES, Atari, and uh, SNES. Like, but I guess before the internet, like, I feel like urban legends really took off in, those, in that generation, just because, like, you could like lie, and like people on the playground, like other kids would had no choice but to believe you, and then like go home and try it for themselves, right? So when we're talking about OG like Legend of Zelda how many fucking bombs I've placed around that map just trying to find stuff is like crazy. Cause I, I'd had kids just bullshitting like the same guy you like listen overhearing. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but I think like the big one for me was, uh, was a game that I was obsessed with as a, as a, like a late middle school, early high school, uh, Pokemon red and blue. Yep. So obsessed with it. Heard you can get Mew. Uh, turns out, you can kind of get him, but it's like it wasn't in the way that was explained to me, which was basically go up to a truck. Mm-hmm. Do you guys remember this? Yeah, I remember that truck. So in game, you you go to a certain city after you perform a bunch of arbitrary tasks. You go up to the truck, and then you just like 
open your menu and like close it and then hit a like you you, you do a sequence of like or no 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 it's a sequence of like directions right mm. and then and then a if i was like you had a pokemon that could shove stuff or something and then like a strong pokemon ability oh yeah yeah and yeah, you yeah, can maybe yeah, do yeah. that but yeah the idea is the truck is actually blocking like looks like an alley so it's like and it's one square off so if you push it like it'll open up the alley and you can find Mew in there it's like a Pokemon who's a bully, basically. <laughs> yeah, you find your favorite bully Pokemon, usually a Machomp yeah, or one of his iterations. Anything. Yeah, he's smoking a cigarette. Yeah, what are you doing here, Pond Drivers? Yeah. By the trucks. Hey, McFly, get out of the way. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, uh, uh, it's hard to know where the rumors started. Let me, I'm going to yeah. kind of read through this article. But it's like, you began showing up players as a bug. Uh, due to a bug, there was a glitch in the game and had to require, there are many ways to glitch the game to acquire Mew so that you can actually do it. Um, most likely the player who first found Mew might have found it while performing a trainer fly glitch, with this, which is like a speed running glitch where you can like, it somehow tricks the game into a, like random encountering Mew. So he exists, he's like on the cartridge, I think is like what. So you're saying there are multiple ways to do it? There are multiple ways to do it, but the most popular known way when i was a kid was this truck gimmick which was uh, not true it was like a terrible lie that spread like a wildfire i think there was like maybe an event when it was first coming out that you could get mew Mm -hmm. in it does that sound right like you could bring your game boy to like a best buy that's what my question is why would it be programmed right so i think they didn't want you to have i think they did that and it was just a limited time event and if you weren't there for this like couple of months you could get mew Otherwise, it was just in the game, but like inaccessible, yeah. which is haunting. Yeah, so like, Steve- it feels like you missed out on this experience your whole life. It's like Roger Pokemon. It's like I don't know, just yeah. turn off the Mew button. I don't know. The, the origin of Mew, I think, is really fascinating. It was like it was like it, he was designed and he was intended to be only passed around internally, like for the develop, like uh, for Game Freak. So like they had him as kind of like number one fifty one of one hundred and fifty Pokemon that showed up in your Pokedex, basically. And he, uh, like, he was kind of just for them. Like, they had access to him and whatever. Uh, but then, uh, but then, like, because he's in the game still, there was, like, this uh, weird, like, algorithm that took place where, like, you could glitch the game into essentially, like, triggering a battle event with a, a like, a, a Pokemon that was in a number that was like right below the number that was supposed to happen. So basically like, like you had, uh, say you were random encountering people, right? Battles or whatever. Um, since he, since he is in a certain order and that order is not necessarily 151, it's in like a string of, uh, of like different, it's like in a different order. It's like when they were invented essentially. Um, and that's how they exist in like the code. Right. So if you, if you like randomly encountered, this one, like it's like a bell sprout, say, like a, just a random Pokemon. Uh, if you had done the glitch perfectly, then the next Pokemon that you would encounter would be the next one in the order, in the sequence of like how they were developed. So Mew is just in that list. So if you knew the right Pokemon that came before it, you could actually trigger it to find mm. it. But the lie was that he was just under this truck. Mm. And I'll just turn this around so you can see the truck right here. <laughs> 
<laughs> that I mean, that yeah. does look like there is nothing yeah. that's that's just asking to be pushed. Yeah, that truck just wants to be shoved by a smoking machamp. <laughs> uh, but that's yeah. So that's that's I guess that's my big urban legend that I believed and like and like I think that one's my favorite because I spent hours tr- mm. tr- in that tr- like around that truck just clicking my ass off, like carpal tunneling myself to death trying to grab that thing. Uh, but let's go around and hear everybody else's. Um, Hern, you want to start? Uh, I actually have one, but it. It depends. It, yes, it's kind of canonical, but uh, Halo 2, when it came out, had a theatrical trailer, and hidden in it was a link to a website called I Love Bees. Are you guys familiar with this? No. Vaguely. I am not. Uh, okay. <laughs> Very cool. See, this was back in, like, 2000s when, like, viral marketing wasn't, like, let's get it trending on Twitter. It was, let's create an online conspiracy for people to log on to and get obsessed with. Yeah. They did that with AI. They did this with Halo 2, where it was, all right, what does this I Love Bees website have to do with it? You go to ilovebees.com, I believe. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's just, like, some woman's website about how much she likes taking care of her beehives. But there are some weird glitches, including, like, live bees that appear on your screen and stuff. And eventually, it sort of things like a, uh AI that landed to Earth from the Halo series, like, hacked into just a random website when it crash-landed on the Earth. And it took over this website. And as you start, like, as people start to investigate the website, it would pop up, like, little side things they would notice. And eventually, what happens is, like, there's, like, a story to it where, in real time, like, the person who was supposedly owning the website was like hey there's some weird glitches don't mind this page because this page is acting weird (laughs) so of course people are like let's see what's weird about this page and like more links pop up and eventually like it becomes the story of like this ai taking over the website and a countdown popped up as a result and what the countdown was for not for like the launch of halo 2 but for when the covenant would go to earth and like the timeline of halo so the idea was like hidden bat story that was somehow canonical to like the story of Halo, where it was like this is how the Covenant found out about Earth was like an AI trying to trigger the Halo system. Holy shit! Yeah, and it was all done viral. It all like eventually became like so canonically the Covenant came to Earth in two thousand three or something, <laughs> something like, like that. that. <laughs> no, it was like a countdown for like way in the future too, oh, okay. which is why yeah. people are like, this is clearly not a countdown for Halo's launch. Otherwise, we'd be waiting forever. And yeah, it was oh. like, but there was like audio, like there were weird real time things you could do. So like, like the counter could still be going on. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, those sites are down. Yeah. It's yeah. And it's going in on in three our weeks. There's one yeah. guy whose whole job at Bungie or whatever is just to like look at the website, make he, sure it's he okay. He turns on like his yeah. CRT monitor. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I'm still going. Yeah, it's still going. <laughs> Associate producer. Hey, Mike, would you just check the count? Yep. Cool. Great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there was that thing to it where it was like, there were some real life things to it. Like apparently like certain phones would go off in the real life, like pay phones that we would get like geo, geo, like what's the term? Oh my God. Geocache. Geocache. Yeah. Yeah. Of like where you have to go to like answer it in time and it would give a hint of like a URL that you go to. It was just like somehow like the most, like they definitely spent like a couple million just virally marketing it because they had the budget to do it. And it was just this. I don't know, interesting thing. I guess it kind of fits in like just urban legend of like, is this for real? Is this yeah. art of, is the game world crossing over to real life? Right. It, you know. And I think just like in my example too, like it was an urban legend, but it also wasn't because like you could yeah. do mm-hmm. it actually, but it's the, like it, Mitt Romney saying that like 47% of people don't pay taxes. It has that, right. s- that hi- underlying hint of truth that makes it resonate. Yeah. I think that that's interesting too, is like, I bet that's where a lot of urban legends probably start is in some sort of weird truth. Mm-hmm. 
as opposed to just bold-faced lies. I think with a lot of like early games, there would maybe be a glitch or some, I don't know, you're up late drinking your Jolt Cola, you're having a good time, and you think something happened, yeah. and then you go, hey, guys, I was playing Castlevania, and yeah. there were a hundred Draculas <laughs> on the thing. But you've got to like lean on your controller and kind of pass out a little bit. Dude. And Jacob Shelton, the science from. guy. Yeah. Hey, That's why I, we have I know what I know. I will say... Hell Haunted. yeah, my brother. Uh, I was somebody who made up an urban legend just to uh, mess with my cousin specifically. Uh, he and I used to, uh, we were both lonely boys. And so we would talk on the phone for a long time, like while we were playing video games. And I told him that in Star Fox 64, if you get through the entire game without letting any of your like co-pilots die, the Peppy, Falco, and Slippy, like they can get injured enough. Yeah. And you can save them. And I told him if you make it through the whole game and don't let any of your characters uh, go down, at the end of the game, Slippy will turn on Fox and challenge him. <laughs> and then you have to have a fight against Slippy. And he's like, for real? Okay. okay. And like two weeks later, he's like, I don't know. I did it. <laughs> and it did nothing. <laughs> Which is, and it was like a really hard feat to pull off. Like those characters die a lot. You have to really be on it. Slippy's really nice. I don't know why he would fight me like that, man. Obviously, but here was the game. Why are you standing on the phone with me and being like really weird about it? <laughs> the kernel of truth in that was that we hated Slippy so much that like it made sense that he like we wanted to fight him. Like, I did we wanted always to he- hate hearing him talk. He was a piece of garbage. Yeah, I don't like. That. I wouldn't piss on him to put out a fire. <laughs> yeah, nice. He's got wet amphibian skin. He couldn't catch up fire. <laughs> so do you? But do you have one that's like a like a video game urban legend that Boy, you? Yeah, do I. yeah. What's your favorite? Uh, Mario sixty four. Oh, okay. I feel like that game was so new that you could kind of believe anything could happen. Like you would run around that game and just like you'd give five magic numbers on a star would appear. It's like that. I had no frame of reference for that. Mm-hmm. So when you started hearing that Luigi was in the game somewhere, mm-hmm. like that was kind of. Um, there was a rumor, like people were talking about it, like all the different ways. There was like this secret, there was like this weird box in Jolly Roger Bay that just has an X on it. And like, for some reason, I remember thinking that had to do with like Luigi was trapped in there. Somebody told me that or something, oh, but there yeah. is actually in Mario 64, if you go into the courtyard in Big Boo's Haunt uh, or where you get into Big Boo's Haunt, there's like a statue in the middle and there is a star statue and like a fountain and there's a little plaque and it's the Nintendo 64, so everything is super blurry and you can't read it. But if you look, it kind of looks like it says L is real yes. 2041. <laughs> yeah. And I think Nintendo has since come out. Uh, if John Nintendo's still around and wanted to tell me what it actually meant, that would be that would be great. But I, oh, I yeah. think they came out and said something about like it was like an internal development like cheat code or like a, like a a message to themselves and since they knew uh oh uh, I think we have a message hi, from John hi, Nintendo hi, and uh... wait that's not the song hold on hold on <laughs> hi this is uh John Nintendo sorry I like this song better this is good yeah no I just need to do uh I wasn't around when the uh <laughs> <laughs> Called Mario 64. Is that what it's called? And yeah, and we're done with John Nintendo. That was great. Uh, I just threw him out the window. <laughs> you really harmony careened him. Yeah. <laughs> he harmony careened to his death. 
Uh, what a great game. I also remember uh, somebody telling me that like uh, when you open up the first Bowser level, it's like a hole in the floor and you just mm-hmm. run and fall in. God, I uh, hate that shit. It's, that, that there was so much about 60, Mario 64 that was so terrifying. Yeah. yeah. The painting turns into Bowser when you think you're going to rescue the princess. Yeah. Uh, somebody told me that if you fall asleep, like if you leave your controller still, Mario like falls asleep. If you fall asleep in front of that hole, eventually the Bowser model just jumps out and attacks you. Oh and that is God. so haunting and ter- like that image is so terrifying to me that just all of a sudden in this thin little hallway, you have to deal with this giant Bowser. And it's like, I can't handle it. I'm so scared. Even thinking about it, I would n- I, like, so whenever I'm in that hallway, I run and jump in there as quick as possible. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any uh, urban legends that you yeah. can remember? As like yeah. A- I remember as a kid, um, on the Super Nintendo version of Mortal Kombat, there was that famous urban legend about um, you could kiss Scorpion. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> that one either. There was a the hundred things you could have said, and I was like, and I would have been with you because I I remember so many from that game. Never heard that you it's, could kiss Scorpion mm, on the mouth. Kiss him on the mouth. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it was when he did. I can't the, tell if this is a bit. I cannot tell. It's when he would do the. Uh, <laughs> Get over here. Over his here. move. His yeah, move. His move. You had to you do your move. You, you know exactly, and you had to kind of do. I don't. I don't think. I think there were. I mean, every character could do it because they only had so much of a move set. But I think you had to react pretty quickly to grab the rope or whatever the fuck that oh, was attached to the spear. Oh my god! It would be pull him in, kiss him full on the mouth. Wow! And then if because uh, that's the level where you've got reptile. If you can uppercut him down and during a fatality, if you can <laughs> do all of that at the same time, <laughs> what <happens>? you can <laughs> you can smooch reptile. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and that, my friends, is why Shelton is on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say, um. Uh, there are a ton that I have heard of from some of these lists, and there are a ton that I have not. Um, so I'm gonna kind of go through some of them. Um, and I want to do like I want to do a few that are, are not true because I think those are so funny and so fun. But I want to do a couple of the few that are true also, like urban legends that turned out. Oh yeah, this is true. A lot of those are gonna be like developers hiding stuff in games that like you know for a long time we thought maybe were just rumors, but like since now we can like break games open like so easily. Um, it turns out to be true. Uh, one of the uh, uh, let's start with Shen Long. Shen Long mean anything to anybody? So Shen Long was a rumored uh, mythical uh, final Street Fighter Two character. Mm. Uh, so yeah, the idea of Shen Long is like uh, he was supposed to. He was he was rumored to appear somewhere in Street Fighter Two. Uh, due to a mistranslation in Ryu's uh, Shoiruken attack. Um, in one of Ryu's early victory quotes, he says, you must defeat Shen, Shen Long to stand a chance. <laughs> so this, I mean, you can totally see where that comes from then, right? Because sure, people are like, sure, sure. hell yeah. I'll defeat Shen Long. I'll I don't defeat care. Shen Long. Yeah. Um, that alone would be enough to make gamers think Shenlong was some kind of secret character, but the hoax really took off when Electronic Gaming Monthly published an article explaining how to unlock the secret character as an April Fool's Day prank. Uh, it took on new life when other various gaming magazines and websites are publishing EGM's instructions, like, because 
you know how like all fucking uh, all fucking like online publications are crooks and they just take other mm-hmm. people's headlines and just like spread them around. Um, so yeah, when, Shen, when Street Fighter 2 was ported to the SNES Summer 92, the instruction manual cited Shen Long as Ryu and Ken's martial art, arts <laughs> teacher. <laughs> teacher. Uh, and then, and then uh, I think Shen Long then ends up being in the game like like he not not two but like they actually make him mm-hmm. i think in later games that's like, the fun like mortal Kombat. i know was doing that too like uh was reptile rumored in yeah. the first one and then he actually ended up in yeah. the second one and i feel like smoke and noob sabot were yeah. like it's so great when they like are yeah. aware of themselves and it's like hey this we did it in three is well, that enough wait, is that enough for, is, for you assholes is uh because I, I okay so i remember in one of the games in one of the mortal Kombat games help me if i'm correct me if i'm wrong or if i'm misguided but like in one of the games there is a this might be smoke okay so there's mm-hmm. a tree level where there's the faces on the trees right mm-hmm. i think that's reptile mm-hmm. stage maybe yeah. uh in the background you can see another ninja peeking mm-hmm. out from behind the trees. I think that's it. Yes. And so, but that is real. Like yeah. that, that reptile did... was hidden in the first one, but was like canonically in it. Yeah. And smoke was rumored. And then smoke was the hidden guy in two. Gotcha. What was happening? Yeah. Cause there was like a ninja popping out. You could like, he'd like <laughs> look at you and then like, and go away. I thought that was, I always thought that was awesome. Um, okay. Anyone know about the Russian game that erases itself? Anyone here ever heard of this? <laughs> Kill switch. That's a uh, that would be unfortunate. This is a, okay. So this is this one. This one creeps me out. Um, Kill Switch is a very strange entry. Can I guess what this is? Yeah, before? go for it. Yeah, is it a game where it has you do something horrible and then it erases itself? <laughs> Make a movie. I, I, this is, I'm not even trying to admit. Is I don't this think. A real it, thing? I don't think it. Uh, I don't think it does. Not in like real life. Okay. Um, sure. But it's I also like Jackbox Party Pack. It's a, yeah. like you have to log in with your phone and yeah. then like throw it at your grandmother. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there's a ton of urban legends that exist around the game Kill Switch, but uh, no one has ever been able to truly verify that it ever actually existed. Uh, but there are like super detailed accounts of not just the plot of the game, but like specific puzzles and graphical style and soundtrack. Uh, it really does remind me of the most famous urban legend video game of all time, which I think they just came out with a documentary on. Um, does anyone remember what that is called? Polybius? Yeah. Polybius. Yeah. Mm. That was the game that would kill people in the 80s. Do you guys remember this? Oh, no. oh fuck. I Polybius. can't wait. We're going to get into this okay. later. Uh, but for now, let's talk about Kill Switch. Okay. <laughs> uh, so apparently, Kill Switch gave you the choice to play as Porto, the girl, or Ghast, an invisible demon whose <laughs> gameplay was nearly impossible due to the, most of the challenges requiring you to be able to see where your character was. <laughs> the reason... <laughs> The reason that it's impossible to verify that the game ever existed, other than it probably never existed, is that upon completion of the game, it would supposedly erase itself from the user's computer, leaving no trace behind. Oh, so this was a PC game. Yeah. The game could not be copied, and reportedly only around 5,000 copies were ever made. Uh, but yeah, you can see a little screenshot of it from us uh, from the website I'm pulling some of these from, cbr.com. Oh, wait. So where'd the screenshot come from if it never existed? Yeah. Ain't that the question? And it just disappeared. And, yeah, my computer disappeared. Oh, there goes Jeremy's computer. Oh, wow. Great. The computer uh, itself is gone. Yeah. Well, that's because Thanos snapped his fingers. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. That one. I, I that one I had heard of before. Is like, uh, and I even remember the name Kill Switch, which is like, 
it's sort of like there was a lot of games and a lot of other titles for games like that floating around of like the haunted thing on your computer that would just show up. That does feel too on the nose, calling it Kill Switch. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There's like a, a bunch of Russian guys sitting around going, and I won't do the accent, yeah. but... Hey, but what it, if it was a game where there was like, we call, we like, it deleted itself. We would call it like, no more game? <laughs> no, no, no. How about Kill Switch? How about Kill Switch, baby? Oh, yeah. Piotr, that's great. <laughs> um, anyone uh, know the Super Mario 2 Galaxy, in the Super Mario Galaxy 2... Uh, Urban legend of the shadow people. The shadow people. Yeah. Oh boy, do I. So the shadow people. Well, do you kind of know the origin of it? There's an urban legend attached to it, but the shadow people are real. Yeah, they're yeah. in there. It looks just like a texture mistake. There's like one mm-hmm. level where you can go into first person and look straight up, Ooh. and there's just like these silhouettes Ugh. of these kind of like. Don't care for that. They're like long ghosts with like, and and it just I think it's officially like a, a mistake. It's just like mm. they were. They couldn't load textures correctly, but it's haunting. Like they're all around the like circumference of this of like the sky <laughs> watching you, uh, and I don't know. There's something again. It's like Mario games feel like they're so open and like anything could happen. You could find a giant octopus man, and you have to stop well, it to get a move. Have always been super weird, so it yeah, wouldn't it's be not. Added. And crazy. there are ghosts yeah. in them, yeah. so it's not nuts. <laughs> yeah. The idea that you would just find like a secret society of people yeah. who yeah. are watching you is not out of the realm of possibilities, but also super creepy. The fact that it's never addressed. Oh, yeah. yeah, the game where flowers can eat you and then you go to a dungeon to fight people. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, so uh, apparently why this took off in such a weird way is like, you know, you you could be looking at this thing and being like, okay, well, maybe it is just a texture mistake. But like, apparently, players... Uh, busted open the game and accessed a uh, file and discovered a map that was beyond the playable area in this stage titled oh. Beyond Hell Valley. Whoa. Uh, and the figures themselves were uh, labeled as Hell Valley Sky Trees. Like, <laughs> oh, God. That's like the most terrifying. Heard? Have you heard of any of this stuff before? No, I haven't. This yeah. is wild. Is it just a bunch of like Norwegian black metal guys making <laughs> yeah. Mario? Yeah. Uh, despite looking nothing like trees. Yeah, so no character in the game mentions their existence nor the existence of Hell Valley itself. Uh, but when the player goes into first-person mode, they're always there watching. Um, so that's that one. Uh, that one, I, I, it's weird. Like I, I kind of even remember like seeing those during oh, really? playthroughs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this maybe a good time? Cause like to talk about Ben, do you guys know the Majora's mask Ben story? That's maybe the creepiest Zelda. Well, it's funny you bring that legend. up. Not that I would make up an urban legend about anything, but I was sure. thinking of making up a Majora's Mask urban <laughs> legend. But was like, there's already one there. I don't want to. I don't want to mess with something that's yeah. so good. Yeah, that's reasonable. But yeah. what is what is the actual one? Because I think I haven't heard of it. It's it's kind of just an internet story. I guess it's like a creepy pasta. But it, yeah. it again, it feels so true. It's about like a kid goes to a garage sale and finds like a blank N64 cartridge and just like in Sharpie says Majora's Mask. And the they take it home and put it in their system and turn it on. There's just one save file uh, and it says Ben. And as this, the story goes, as this kid is playing through the game, he is finding clues that this is like this kid Ben save file, but like every water area, it's like you he can't get into. 
And eventually, if he, he like forces his way into one, and then like the statues come alive and they look different than they did, and and it, it was him describing it like this was Ben's personality. It's like you have to stay away from the water. Oh <laughs> my god! And the narrative was like eventually they went and found the kid's father and found out that his son had drowned, oh. and that's why he was selling his video games. And that was real. <laughs> <laughs> and that was one of the real ones. And here's the, the cartridge. <laughs> that is very, yeah, it's very creepy pasta too. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, also got a lot of Metroid. I don't know if you want those games. I don't yeah. think, I don't know if they're haunted also, but <laughs> I think uh, they might be. They're just, I don't know. Everything in this I don't know if they have a lot of replay. My son's ghost, just so you know. What's that? Everything in this garage sale is haunted with my son's ghost. <laughs> so just can that you... is a sketch right away, right? <laughs> we've, got, we've got some sheets over there. It's a, like a water pattern. So I don't know. That's they something you're into. They were when I bought them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah uh, so uh, let's, uh, this is a lighter one. We'll go. We'll we'll go for it. Um, anyone uh, remember and uh, McCall? Ever since you know you have been playing Shadow of the Tomb Raider, uh, I think we all can remember being young boys and hearing of the Laura Croft nude Ooh. urban legend. Right, my hands together, excited to talk yeah, about this one. It. I love the image for this for this entry because it it looks so appealing. <laughs> Um, <laughs> <laughs> to like, but like at the time, that was my jam. I mean, that, oh, yeah. I think Laura Croft, along with like, <clears throat> like Pamela Anderson and Britney Spears, Britney like Spears. The, the big three that was like the sexual awakening mm. for my middle school. Follow me into puberty, young boys. <laughs> yeah, and I did. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So I guess the urban legend was that there was a nude code. I mean, that was pretty basic, right? Uh, turns out, no, there wasn't. <laughs> there never. I do be. think the PC version ended up having a nude patch. Bra- uh, but I'm sure modding now. That, like somebody yeah. modded into, yeah. Obviously, it was not. Uh, Can Eidos you imagine not. what that would look like? Just triangles. It was bad. Yeah. Like I saw pictures of it and uh, uh, locked the door. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That is bad. Uh, but yeah, I think that like iterations of the of Tomb Raider definitely probably had stuff like that in it too. Like I think eventually they'd probably like do. Weird. I mean, like if hot coffee is a thing that existed, mm-hmm. I mean like. There was a nude code in Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Is it really? Yeah. It just makes it easier to like cover yourself in mud and disappear against the walls. Oh, because you're fighting predators in the game? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's good. That is an actual gameplay mechanic in the game. See, you can't be new. Why do any of these things exist when we have BMH triple Ats at our hands? I know. Um, which also... What, did that have a nude code in it? Was that the... I thought the whole point of it was that it was a nude code. Like, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Did I, re- I remember this game. Was that for the yeah. PS1? It was like PS2 I think it was like it was on GameCube still, yeah. in like that era. Yeah, I'm but May is submitted to GameCube. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But what was the thing with that? That was it. Re- it was real, right? It's a real game. Yeah. But there like, no but was there real nudity in it? I, I think there was. I think there were like topless women. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't go so far, but yeah, <clears throat> topless. Yeah. Um, this is uh this is one of my favorites, and I do not remember this from being a kid, but I love it. Uh, back in the year 2000, when the PS2 was the world's hottest item, <laughs> reports emerged that former president of Iraq, Saddam Hussein, <laughs> had bought roughly up to 4,000 PlayStation 2 consoles and was stockpiling them for their 32-bit CPU chips, which, according to reports, could be bundled together into a sort of supercomputer that could be used as a missile guidance system. 
The story was completely fictitious, but sensationalist news outlets ran with it because a a fear-mongering story that combines the terrors of the Middle East with video games is like killing two birds with one stone. That sounds like something from a John Hughes movie. It really does, doesn't it? Or like from from Real Genius, the Val Kilmer movie, where it's like, we've got to get all these BS2 uh, memory chips together, and then we can control the super laser. Yeah. Uh, The one grain of truth to the story was that it was actually cheaper uh, to harvest the CPU chip from a PlayStation 2 than it was to purchase it outright. Uh, But it would take a lot more than those minor components to create any kind of weapon system. And if PS2 processor could be used to create a missile gun system, imagine what kind of weapons of mass destruction are hiding behind our gaming console. Oh, I don't like the way that ended. (laughs) I'm reading directly out of an article and just hated every minute of that last part. But like that, I think that is interesting that like, uh, I, I always forget that consoles are sold at a loss because the sum of their parts are more expensive yeah. than mm. they sell it for, especially the PS2 and PS3 because they had Blu-ray and DVD players in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just like that, those combining those two technologies together, um, yeah, yeah, like they, 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 they make it all back on like games. Can I think. you imagine how expensive they would be if they had a VHS player in them as well? <laughs> Just so you could tape wrestling. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know me so well. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if you remember how hard it was to find a PlayStation 2 back when they first came out. Yeah. So it's like, if I heard that Saddam Hussein had bought most of them and that's why I was struggling every time I went to Target, I'd be like, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> that's my number one gripe with Saddam Hussein. <laughs> he bought Saddam. all the PS2s. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, I love what an early 2000s fun urban legend yeah. to have. It combines two things that are gone forever Saddam Hussein <laughs> and PS2s. <laughs> but two things we will hold in our hearts forever. Yeah, that we'll literally yeah, never forget. When they found him in his foxhole, he was just playing every game. He was yeah. playing 4,000 games at one yeah, time. Yeah, he was playing San Andreas like, like a <laughs> 32 <madman>. times. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. guys, hold on. I've, I've got, I'm almost to every secret part of the map. Yeah. Um, I think I brought this one up, Hearn, when we when you were t- we were texting back and forth yeah. about it. But the Luigi's Mansion one, I think, is like very compelling. One. Anyone, everyone, remember the Luigi's Mansion one? Is is it dark? Is it the one where he he uh, you find him? In you find him. He hung himself I, I with his like, mustache, yes. right? Yeah. Well, not his mustache, <laughs> but the urban legend is that in there is a there is a room in Luigi's Mansion where if you, I think it's the attic, and you go inside of it, and uh, the lightning flashes. Uh, in the room, and when it does, it creates a silhouette of Louis of a Luigi's shadow on the wall, hanging, uh, sort of like we heard that happened in Wizard of Oz. Like, with right, the, right, right. Um, Why was I so afraid to spoil that? That's what I was thinking. I was like, "Is it the one where like, <laughs> you know, like Luigi in Three Men and a Baby, when you see yeah, the ghost, the ghost in that?" Yeah, but like uh, I guess it was just a glitch, which is so disappointing because I think that that's one of those urban legends that, like that's so cool. That sounds great. That like Luigi's actually dead and in weird purgatory or hell <laughs> the whole game. Well, that's, I thought that was the point of the yeah, game. Yeah. If they're going for that, might as well swing for the whole fences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I like the idea just in general of like Luigi being dead. It's like the Paul is dead of Nintendo's lore. Yeah. Or, like uh-huh. this idea that oh yeah, Luigi's always been dead and it's always his fake brother or something. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I don't. I know that is a glitch about the Luigi thing, but if you wait around a little while, like mm-hmm. you have to wait for him to kind of hang out and go to sleep a little bit, start checking his watch. Oh, sure. There is a lightning flash, and you do see Waluigi's oh. silhouette. So and he's like, and he's like slowly creeping towards you. <laughs> How fucked would that be? That would be, be? great. Yeah. Like the ring, sure, like out of your television? Oh, God. Yeah. 
uh, by uh, my friend. I don't know why this made me think of that, but my friend had a very funny tweet today that was like, it was like he was trying to do the lyrics to Ba with the Ba, but he was trying to somehow shoehorn in Waluigi into the Ba with the Wa. So I was like, Ba with the Waluigi, Waluigi, and it was like, and then at the very end, it was just like, my name is good. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Tyler Simpson. Not listening to the show, but great tweet, bud. I do like every game or movie or TV show that has like if a character gets shot and wakes up later, there's always the conspiracy theory that they died then and yeah. the rest takes place yeah. in their head yeah. or in their dream. Like, yeah. It never does. That's the worst ending. I mean, that's like a that's a Twin Peaks thing, I think, right? Yeah. Like as old as yeah, Twin yeah. Peaks. Uh, Final Fan- uh, literally, my next entry in this was the Final Fantasy VIII rumor, which I don't know if you guys play. Anyone play Final Fantasy VIII? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh, I know this rumor, though. Big fan. Squall at some point gets literally... So the scene is crazy because Squall, the main character of the game, he gets uh, a witch, like, sh- like throws icicles at a bunch of the players, and he gets stabbed through the chest like... <sighs> Like I'm trying to think of what's that Sylvester Stallone movie cliffhanger where he like lifts a guy up into like stalactites yeah. and just stab impales the <laughs> villain to death on it. Uh, it was like that, like his like it, it just like impaled through the chest by a huge thing. He wakes up and he survives and he's fine. Like you like get to control him after that. But this the urban legend presupposes that yeah he definitely died at that <laughs> point, and that makes sense because that looked terrible. Uh, but I think uh, we'll probably close out this uh, this whole thing with Polybius, um, just so we do our dil- due diligence. Uh, Hearn, do you do you know about Polybius already? Didn't Could- they make a new one of it like recently? Like they made an actual version. Of yeah, that's why it's kind of sucks to look this up because like yeah. it, it, it there is a real game called Polybius now that is on the the PSN store you could buy, and it's actually a, like a rhythm game, and it's like mm. pretty fun and trippy, <laughs> but. Uh, that's not the story. Do you know the story behind not it? Not fully, but it's like in that like eighties paranoia, like LSD game programming as like experiments kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so basically, I'll just kind of go through it. Uh, it's a fictitious arcade game, subject of an urban legend supposedly emerged, and uh, I guess the urban legend emerged in the early two thousands. It has served as inspiration for several free and commercial games by the same name. Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, the the game was a never, was never proven to have existed, uh, but like there are pictures of it exist and it was an arcade cabinet and the whole bit was people would apparently play the game and then they would go out and like kill other people or kill themselves and they would reference that game. And like this ended up in newspapers. So this was like a, an Operation Paperclip type thing? Yeah, well, I don't know what that is. Uh, well, it's just like, um, or like a, uh, why am I blanking on what this is called? Um, like a, um, uh-huh. like uh, when, when John Lennon was killed and. Oh. Um, yeah, it was like, a, it was like the, it was like the code word he was using. Oh, right. And like yeah. he sent him off on a target. I don't know why I can't think of the phrase i'm trying to say but oh uh, like a manchurian candidate yeah something yes yeah. exactly yeah um yeah the original game's existence has never been proven snopes.com claims to have debunked the existence of the game as a modern day version of 1980s rumors of men in black visiting arcades taking down the names of high scorers at arcade games uh this <laughs> led to the matter. hypothesis that the government was hosting some sort of experiment and sending subliminal messages to the players 
Magazines of the time period were dedicate, uh, dedicated to electronic gaming, make no mention of a Polybius, and mainstream news also fails to note such a game. While a number of mock-up cabinets and games inspired by the myth do exist, no authentic cabinets or ROM dumps have ever been located. Ben Silverman of Yahoo Games remarked, Unfortunately, there's no evidence that the game ever existed, no less turned its users into babbling lunatics. How unfortunate, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, still Polybius has enjoyed cult-like uh, status as a throwback to a more technologically paranoid era. Uh, skeptics and researchers have differing ideas on how and why the story of Polybius came about. Um, but this is like not super fun. I want to hear about the urban legend. Oh yeah. Uh, the entry for the title was, uh, was added to our, our arcade game resource. Blah, blah, blah. First, it was an entry that's Polybius copyright date of 1981. Although no copyright has ever been registered. The author uh, of the entry claims that in the description uh, to be in possession of a ROM image of the game, to have extracted from fragments of text from it, including the 1981 uh, Cinesclochin, like copyright name, like so it's like a, a like uh, like a rumored manufacturer of the game. I, For I suppose. Sure, Cinesclochin. Yeah, Cinesclochin. You know, uh, know Cinesclochin. The remainder of the information about the game listed as unknown, and it's about game about the game section describes bizarre rumors that make up the legend. The story tells of an unheard new arcade game appearing in several suburbs in Portland, Oregon, in 1981. Uh, something of a rarity at the time. The game is described to, of, uh, as proving popular to the point of addiction, with lines forming around the machine, often resulting in fighting over who would play next. The urban legend describes. How the machines were visited by the men in black, uh, which I think is awesome, who uh, collected unknown data from the machines, allegedly testing responses, blah, 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 of psychoactive effects. The players supposedly suffered a series of unpleasant side effects, including amnesia, insomnia, night terrors, and hallucinations. Approximately one month after its supposed release in 1981, Polybius is said to have disappeared without a trace. The company named in most accounts of the game is Cinesclosion. Uh, the word is described by writer Blind Dunning as not quite idiomatic German, meaning sense delete or sensory deprivation. Uh, these meanings are derived from sin, senses, and lesclochen, <laughs> which is uh, to extinguish or to delete. Um, but yeah, that, I, th- I think that's probably the most famous like video game mm. urban legend is like the game that kills, essentially. So you scary. Could, yeah. Yeah, I like the idea of the, I mean, it's the last Starfighter thing where it's the yeah. government is using the yeah. game to be like, we got to figure out who's the best at this two button joystick yes, thing, which yes. is nothing like what we'll have them do, but yeah. it'll be great. Yeah, There was actually like an Ed's Files episode where there was like a real life VR game that like started killing people. Do you guys remember? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where it was like almost like a real life. And one of my favorite parts was they hired this like guy to like, this guy is an expert game player. He's trying to find the bot and kill it. And it's like this Asian guy who just like plays like blindly and like just like awesome at the game that he's never played before immediately. Mm-hmm. And then of course he ends up getting killed. So it's like, oh, now this threat is for real because it can kill an expert gamer. My, <laughs> my favorite thing about that one is it's the thing killing them is super sexy in yeah. the game. It's like a hot lady. They're like, well, the lone gunmen are in that. We're like, well, we can't. We gotta. We, we should send in Mulder, the horniest Asian <laughs> He'll if he doesn't kill it, he'll fuck it. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um. So I want to run through just like quickly because we're you know we're at kind of at time, but I want to run through a bunch of like uh, of uh, real ones that are actually true that exist, and these ones are fucking terrible. So uh, some of them are. Uh, has anyone heard of uh, the Daisy? Uh, the Daisy is a uh, like a deformed psychopath. 
uh, no thing. Okay, that's real. Okay, so uh, <laughs> so check this out. Um, uh, this isn't a shared entry from Cracked. They had a list up, but I think this one's great. Okay, so there's some debate about uh, about what it actually is. Some say it's a glitch, while others claim the. Okay, so Luigi's girlfriend, Princess Daisy, possibly the most fucked up character in Mario history. If you don't believe us, do a YouTube research for Hi, I'm Daisy. Apparently, when they included her in Mario Kart Double Dash for GameCube, they gave her only a single spoken phrase to say, which is, Hi, I'm Daisy, (laughs) the whole time, causing her to repeat that same thing over and over like a murderous psychopath. (laughs) Uh, but in case you don't think that's disturbing enough, how about the fact that she has a third eye in the back of her head? Oh, yeah. What, isn't it uh, Smash Brothers when you get the models or something? You yes. can like, zoom in, the, the camera goes into the thing, and it reveals there's an eye right <laughs> in the back of her head. Yeah. Can she use it, or is it just a design flaw? It's 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 If you win Daisy's trophy in Super Smash Brothers Melee, you go to the trophy gallery, you zoom in using a camera clip, and underneath her hair, you see an eye that just like sits in the back of her head. Her yoga teacher says it's the seat of her intuition. <laughs> now I've never met a woman, but is that um, just how they all are? Or is this the game? What? What? The third eye? Is this like, oh, for real or no? Mm, I mean, this is a real thing. Okay. Cool. 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 I cannot wait until I find out. <laughs> um, okay. One of my favorite ones is uh, earthbound. The video game is all about abortion. Mm. Yeah. Does anyone? I, I actually, when you were telling me about Urban Legend, I looked this one up, and it kind of made sense because, like, the game series in Japanese is called Mother. It's called Mother. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the ending is kind of like this interesting thing where you play as you play as a bunch of teenagers throughout the game, and at the end, your souls get put into these robots to kill the final boss. Mm-hmm. And it's in this very ovarian tube looking uh, level with, like, these weird circular, like, ghosts. So it kind of is almost like the idea of being. You're actually traveling back in time to be robots inside this like person's inside a mother, yeah. killing the enemy boss at its like most uh, embryonic as, as a fetus. Yeah, yeah. Mm. you go in and essentially abort a fetus at the end of the game. Well, that's how they do it, though, right? Yeah, well, that's how they do it now. Cool, great. But I right, mean, right, at the right, time, right, right, it was right. very controversial. Um, we all know uh, life doesn't start at space conception. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. Uh, Oh yeah, uh, Braid. We t- kind of talked about this last uh, last week, but Braid is uh, the girl is the atom bomb. Discuss. No, no I haven't met have a to. girl. Are all girls atom bombs as well? Yeah. Um. Uh, now they are, but oh. they were back in the day. Uh. So do yeah, I? It's very ha- controversial back in the day. Do I have to split an atom to make someone come? <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> yeah, I cannot find for the life of me <laughs> the uh. Codes. Launch button, yeah, the codes, oh, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, oh, the Microsoft uh, 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 Office ninety five Hall of Tortured Souls. Have you guys heard about that? No. Yeah. These just people that worked at Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, blah, 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 blah. let me see. Apparently, the Prince of Darkness, referring to Bill Gates, has clumsily dropped evidence of his dark secret over his products. One popular herbal legend claims that Bill, uh, uh, that names like Bill Gates, Windows ninety five, and MS DOS six. Point two one somehow add up to six six six, which is silly because everyone knows you can't add letters. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Cracked, you piece of shit. Um, another one says that uh, there's something called the Hall of Tortured Souls, the Hall of, the Hall of Lost Souls, hidden inside Word ninety five. Supposedly, it's a creepy first person game with Doom like graphics. And if you make it to the end of a narrow path, it will show you something really really eerie or reveal something about Microsoft or both. 
Um, that is completely false. There is no creepy game hidden inside Word 95. It's on Excel 95. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, if you open up an Excel file, go to row 95, and then follow a few other steps, a new window will pop up on your screen. Um, yeah, tr- uh, bu- 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 yeah, and it's called the Hall of Torture Souls, and it's like a dramatic nickname um, that people invented on the internet. No, it's not. It actually is called that. Jesus, oh, Arda. Oh, my God. Remind me never to use them again. Um, the game appears to have only two rooms separated by some stairs, uh, the one with blue pir- pillars and the one with green pools, uh, and another with red names raining down uh, on a window. It, this looks really bizarre. Have you ever seen like the, like the Tim Allen skin for Doom where it's just like his face is used as every panel of yeah, that yeah, game? Yeah, yeah it's, it looks like that. It's just like kind of fucked up. Um, yeah. If you type in Excel uh, KFA while facing a certain direction, one of the walls will disappear uh, while you're not looking. And behind it, you will see a narrow, very uh, hard to cross bridge with something weird at the other end. Uh, If you make it to the other side, you will find what looks like a bizarre other dimensional uh, reenactment of the Last Supper. Um, (laughs) Yeah, like this is is fucking intense and scary. Uh, So um, now... uh, so the people in the portrait are the guys who developed Excel 95. And apparently Microsoft programmers used to do this all the time. There's also a 3D what? flight simulator for uh, in Excel 97 and a racing game in Excel 2000. <laughs> of course it's in Excel. That's yeah. what's... Uh, they're like, uh, guys, uh, let's put the weird Doom level with the Last Supper in Excel. I think. <laughs> the people who use Excel are the ones who yeah, need yeah, a video yeah. game yeah. most. Hey, Jerry, can we put it in PowerPoint? I don't know. Can you go fuck yourself for putting it in Excel again? So, yeah. Bye. Um, yeah. And uh, it just kind of... I'll kind of show you guys like a little picture of like what it looks like. Oh. Mm. I mean, like if this window popped up on yeah, accident, yeah. you would... I think I would lose my... I would lose my bonkers on that. Um, I wouldn't be happy if I were trying to make a spreadsheet and that happened. No, I would not, especially if I was at work and then I got fired immediately. <laughs> because, what if yeah. you showed that right when Mr. Johnson was walking by? Yeah, or you're trying to give a presentation to China and then like... <laughs> like, all right, well, here are the numbers and oh God, it's oh, the, God. the Hall of to Hell or whatever it's the called. The investors are out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, we coming. won't be making your new uh, soccer ball. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then the last one I like is a uh, portal uh, in portal. GLaDOS is uh, bound and gagged. Do you guys know kind of what I'm referring to? You guys played through portal? I've played portal, yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, there are only two characters in portal. Uh, the one you control and a deranged AI called GLaDOS. You spend the entire game jumping through GLaDOS's hoops, blah, 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 blah. We all know how it uh, works. Finally, at the end of the game, you meet the real GLaDOS, which is a huge robotic entity. Uh, you fight her to blah, 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 beat the game. Um, at first, she looks like a mess of machinery and cables, but if you look closely, she actually resembles a human figure hanging upside down. And apparently, that's not a coincidence. If you play through the game with a commentary track on, uh, one of the developers, or the game's art director says, eventually, we settled on a huge mechanical device with a delicate robotic figure dangling out of it, which successfully conveys both GLaDOS's raw power and her femininity. Ooh. Ooh Originally, according to Bennett, who's the game's artistic director, she resembled an upside-down version of uh, a Botticelli's Rise of Vetus. Yeah, Botticelli. Yeah, so I'll just kind of show you guys the picture of that. Oh, okay. sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So you're telling me the the folks that made Portal like to fuck. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I guess they do like to fuck. They definitely are into art, uh, but her final model doesn't really look like that. Uh, the posture is all wrong. In fact, the people at the game ism think she looks more like a woman who's been bound and gagged. Uh, here's another picture to kind of give you a uh, sort of like an idea also of what they're Botticelli talking about. It's more, yeah, more of an HR Giger type version of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, that kind of checks out. So what does that mean? According to the folks at, uh, at that site, all GLaDOS wanted was to be free, a goal that you help her achieve when you kill her. Oh, boy. Dark. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that wraps it up for uh, video game urban legends. Uh, did anyone else have any any final thoughts on this before we close out of our main event? I feel like it's hard to pitch something like that where it's where you're trying to make something so insular and yeah. so urban legendy. It's yeah. where you can go, hey guys, I've got this idea. What if it's a computer that looks like it wants to fuck? But we just don't tell anybody. That. Yeah, I feel like that's a hard thing to do, or the Excel thing. I don't, I don't know why. Yeah, other well, than you're bored and you do it. In like in like what I'm gonna call like the best two segues I've ever had on the same oh, episode damn. of Video Games a Comedy Show. Jacob just brought up a very good question that actually relates to an email we got uh, this week. Uh, an email from a listener uh, says, uh, "Hey Zoo Tycoon crew, um, uh, I was just wondering if you were going to develop an urban legend into a video game. Uh, what what would that urban Ooh. legend be?" And uh, this was sent in by, um, by oh, Mark Cuban. Hmm. So uh, I guess I'll, uh, I'll go first, um, only because, you know, I, didn't, I know I'm catching you guys all off guard with this email. No one has access to the email um, like I do. Uh, so, yeah, I think, like, um, I'm such a big fan of the Mario 64 ones and just, like, games from that era. What I would probably do is, like, if I was going to hide something in a game, right, that was going to be urban legendy, it would probably be along the lines of like, yeah, something where like an idle animation from a character, like after like a long period of time, like a good amount of time, uh, would, um, would trigger an event that would cause the character to, you know, like for instance, like kill themselves or, or start, or start here's here's how, how about this so you have you have a level right say it's uh i would love to do it in like a grand theft auto type game this would be sick right uh you have a grand theft auto type game where if you idle the character long enough the character will just start walking and it has to be an it has to be an open world type game right because it has to be a big enough map to where this would be significant but the character just starts walking in a direction and if you don't touch the controller eventually it will walk to a secret cave somewhere in the game that is might or might not be inaccessible otherwise. And once you get there, it's like another little quest or adventure or something mm-hmm. you can go like go do. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to be scary, but I mean, if it's scary, that's like bonus points, right? I think if it's a happy game, it should be scary. Yeah. I think it should be a contrast to the tone because otherwise it just feels <laughs> like another side quest. Right, yeah. I would almost say like, I like the idea of... Uh, a Metroidvania type where you train a player how the map works and you say like, oh, there are 13 energy tanks in this entire world and it's zero out of 13. But then what happens when you get the 14th? And it just like that like becomes a key to a level or a world that is, again, different than everything and probably involves uh, 
I don't know, like that Metal Gear Solid 3 scene where you have to confront all the soldiers that you kill. Uh. <laughs> You're walking down a river and all the soldiers that you, the ghosts of them come up and assault you. Yeah. Uh, like, I want it to be something that really questions mm. uh, what type of person would have dug this deep into a game. Yeah. Who are you? Who are you, player? Like, I want yeah. the game to look the player in the eye and yeah. say, don't you have a family? <laughs> you hurt them. <laughs> No, I uh, like the idea of an urban legend where this is not as uh, not as intense, but it's it's more of like a, like why would they do that kind mm-hmm. of thing? Yeah, you 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 beat your game, credits roll. You have you do got to do your credit. You got to credit everybody, but then the credits for like Sunset Riders place. <laughs> <laughs> but and it's all it's doesn't change graphics or anything. It's just the credits yeah. for Sunset Riders, yeah. and some somebody is gonna go. This is all incorrect. Yeah, yeah. Why do they have the credits for Sunset oh, Riders that's on good. here? And then that's it just becomes so this thing, and yeah. we have to talk to the people who worked on that, and they go, no, I didn't work on it. Yeah. Uh, bong bong ex, exmo wing mom. Yeah. Oh, I love <laughs> that it. favorite yeah. game. My, it's a rhythm uh, game. My UCB performer page profile is just Steve Martin's Wikipedia page, <laughs> copy-pasted directly. So it's just like Jeremy Schmidt is an American singer songwriter, <laughs> like, like a bunch of stuff. He's won X amount of Grammys and blah, blah, blah. Uh, so you can't no come over a, and play the banjo. Like I asked. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I didn't realize I got no. booked because of that. Yeah. It was cause you're used to be profile. I, I thought because play the banjo meant play banjo kazooie in front of you. <laughs> I just thought you were a pervert. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's spot on. So yeah, come over. Uh, Hearn? All right. Uh, well, to flip a little bit of my rules, um, instead of worrying about like what the gamer is about, because as we can tell from all this, uh, game developers and programmers are the craziest people around with all this stuff. So I want to find out what they're about. So my urban legend would be like somehow like information of, because these guys are just sitting there typing letters and numbers and it turns into like this whole world. What if their world was turned into like letters and numbers in the game? And we could like navigate it and figure out what their life is. And how do we get to this portal of what their world looks like? You may ask. Simple. <laughs> you go to, <laughs> you find the nearest truck in the video game, and you shove it, <laughs> oh, shove it out of your way, and yeah. there it is. <laughs> <laughs> the nearest truck. <laughs> oh my God! It's so simple. Uh, well, guys, that's been our show. Uh, hey. Thank you so much for. Um, uh, indulging me on this little journey, uh, I will we'll go around and plug something. Uh, Hearn, we'll start with you. Oh, as usual, uh, my Twitter and Instagram name is Michael C. Hearn. M I C H A E L C H E A R N. Did all in one breath. Yeah. And uh, right now, I just got a short film up there called Always Occupied. You want to hear a horror story for Halloween? Yeah. How about the horrors of online dating? That's what that one's about. She swiped up yeah. and it <laughs> launched her into another dimension. Or someone got ghosted. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And stuff like that happened. Hashtag me, boo. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That one's getting, <laughs> that's, that's getting cut from that episode. That one's getting cut. Good uh, idea. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, that is not a that is not a good joke for four white guys sitting in a room. Okay, uh, McCaller, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Michael McCaller, and you can find my writings on Smosh.com. Excellent. 
Shelton. Hi, you, sorry. You got uh, you got some shorts you want to plug? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, there's the, as always, Nick and Trevor and other people, this loosely connected sketch group that I work with. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah we have a ho- our Halloween web series is coming out right now. It's uh, Spooktacular Season 2. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, every Wednesday we're putting up new stuff. Just you, we don't have a username on YouTube because we don't have enough followers. <laughs> Just put in <laughs> Nick and Trevor and other people, you'll find it. Yeah, yeah, That's it, yeah. cool, cool. And then I'm I'm on the internet, but I don't have anything interesting to say. Nice, nice. Uh, you can find me at Ocarina of Crime on Twitter. If you're in the Los Angeles area, you can come to the UCB Theater and watch Mess Hall every Sunday at 7 p.m. Or you can come to Mod Night every Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. to watch sketch comedy and or improv comedy and or just don't come. Uh, but yeah, that's going to do it for our show. Uh, guys, let's get a little stuffy in here. I'm going to go ahead and open up the window if you guys don't mind, if Please. that's cool with you. Okay, great. Oh, every time the bell tolls immediately. It tell, immediately. It's like we're always done kind of on the hour. Well, have you noticed the silhouette of a hunchback man watching for us to reopen the window every time? Oh, my God. I'm so glad that you've just... That it's not uh, my shadow being yeah. projected of like what actually happened to me in real life. I totally thought that was me. I'd, I'd killed myself by bending over. <laughs> he might. He must do Pilates. He's doing that the whole yeah. time. Like yeah. Pure bar, maybe. Pure bar. Oh, oh, Sorry oh my God! There's Thank a ghost in the machine. Sorry. Uh, and, yeah. Okay. Um, well, I'm gonna curl up here with a good book and just go to sleep. And by the good book, you know what I'm talking about. The instruction manual for Legend of Zelda by Majora's Mask.